episode number 58 of the Healthier Life Through Menopause podcast. Hi, I hope you're having a wonderful day so far. Today on the podcast, we're talking about motivation. When people join my Facebook group, I always ask the question, what is your biggest challenge when it comes to health and wellness? And so often the reply is lack of motivation. And I wonder if that's a particular challenge for you too. So today I'm going to be giving you three reasons why most of us struggle with a lack of motivation and then seven steps that you can start to implement right away to turn that around. You might like to grab a pen or a pencil and jot them down or come back and listen again. But before we dive in, I just want to let you know of an exciting new venture. On the 26th of June, that's 2023 in case you're listening to this a lot later, I'm going to be launching the Healthier Life Club. The Healthier Life Club is an online membership community for midlife, perimenopausal women and beyond who are seeking to improve their health through simple but sustainable changes to their diet and lifestyle in a safe, fun and supportive group environment. The club is housed on an online portal which you can access either on your computer or tablet or via an app on your phone. So there's no need to be on Facebook or any other social media site. And check out these amazing monthly benefits. There's going to be weekly challenges on a number of topics ranging from nutrition and exercise to sleep and self-care. Weekly recommended whole foods with nutrition information and recipes to go along with those lively interactive group chat, downloadable resources, and bi-monthly live group coaching with me. And there's also a 15% discount for any Healthier Life Club members off of any of my one-to-one and group coaching programs. Now, there will be a very small monthly fee, but I'm going to be keeping this really, really low for the first month or so. And if you sign up straight away, then you will automatically get locked into this lowest price for at least the next two years. Although, of course, you're free to cancel at any time, which I hope you don't want to, of course. So to be the first to hear about this when it's all ready to go, make sure that you're on my email list. So either message me or email me and I'll let you know how to do that. Or you can sign up directly on my website by signing up for my free menopause weight loss guide, which you can do at bit.ly slash free menopause guide. And I'll put that link in the show notes. I'm really, really excited about this because I just love community support and group coaching. And I know how beneficial it can be when it comes to staying motivated with our health goals, which is what we're talking all about today. So before we start, just a quick disclaimer, as always. The information presented on this podcast is for educational and inspirational purposes only. Always consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Okay, with that said, let's dive into today's show. Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life Through Menopause podcast, a show where we talk all things perimenopause so that you can be informed and empowered with great tips and strategies to help you live a healthier life through menopause and beyond. Whether or not you choose to take HRT, I believe there's so much more we can do to support our health and well-being through our diet and lifestyle. And that it's when we're intentional about our health that we can find the energy, balance and joy that we need in order to flourish in a life we love. If you're looking to find ways to navigate your way through perimenopause with calmness and confidence, 
then you're in the right place. I'm Catherine Shelton, let's get started. If you're anything like me, then you will love fresh starts. Do you remember that first day back at school where you received your brand new exercise books and you got to write your name really neatly on the front and how you kept that first page so beautiful and how exciting it was to get your new timetable and get out your new pens and pencils? But then somewhere along the way, the novelty wears off, doesn't it? You realise that a whole school year is actually a really long time and you're in it for the long haul. You manage to keep up the neat handwriting for perhaps a few pages, but then you make a mistake on page five and suddenly it doesn't look quite so perfect anymore and so you stop trying so hard. You get a bit sloppy, things start to go downhill. Does that sound familiar at all? If so, then you probably find the same when it comes to your health goals. You start a new programme or diet or you read some book or listen to a podcast that really inspires you and you decide to go for a fresh start on Monday. It's always a Monday, isn't it? You might clear out your cupboards and head to the supermarket to stock up on healthy fruit and vegetables and you feel quite proud of yourself as you head for the checkout and you can't help hoping that the cashier notices all your super healthy choices. Or maybe you've just joined the gym or started a new workout routine and you've bought some new workout clothes, maybe some new trainers or weights and you're super motivated and quite excited at the prospect of this new you. And it all goes really well for a week or two. But then something happens to derail you. You have a bad day or you get ill or you have to miss a workout session because something else comes up. You know, life happens. Maybe you just start to feel really tired and it's tempting to drift back to your old habits. Maybe you allow yourself to have that chocolate bar or that iced muffin, which is fine, only now you think, well, I've blown it, so I might as well enjoy a second one or a third. And before you know it, you have lost your motivation. You haven't stuck at it long enough to see any particular results. And so once the novelty wears off, it's just too tempting to go back to the way things were before. You heave a sigh and tell yourself that you'll start again next Monday or next month or after the holidays. Lack of motivation is one of the number one reasons why people don't continue with their health and wellness goals. But why is it such a problem and what can we do about it? Well, I'd like to suggest that there are three main reasons why you might be struggling with motivation. Number one, you're not connected with your why. Number two, you've not connected your health with your priorities. And number three, you've not surrounded yourself with enough positive support and encouragement. So what do I mean by that? Well, firstly, you're probably operating in a place where you're wanting to move away from negative outcomes and behaviours, but you're not yet in a place of moving towards positive outcomes and behaviours. So maybe you started a new health routine because you realised that you were a bit overweight or lacking in energy or just not feeling your best. And those are all great reasons to want to start something new, but they won't be enough when the going gets tough. You need to have something that you're working towards, some kind of vision of the new you that you're going to be, your why behind it all. Secondly, if you're honest, your health isn't as much of a priority as the other things in your life yet which is why it is so easy for it to fall by the wayside. 
Your other priorities may be very good things like your family, your work commitments or wanting to have a clean house, whatever it is. But it does mean that when other priorities take precedence, it's very easy for you to drop your new health habits. And thirdly, you might have thought that it would be easy to do this on your own, but actually you find that the people around you are pulling you back into the old way of doing things. Maybe your family isn't quite on board yet with your new desire to avoid sugar. Or maybe your friends still expect you to go out late drinking with them on a Saturday night so you feel too tired to go for a walk or a run on Sunday morning. They might mean well, but they're not actually helping you make a change and do something different. They're kind of willing you to stay the same because they feel comfortable with the status quo. Okay, so how can we start to turn all that around? Well, I have seven steps for you to help you increase your motivation to stick with your new health goals. And here they are. Number one is to discover your values. So often this is one of the first things that I do with my coaching clients. We sit down and we talk about the things that are important to them, their deep core values. Those might be things like family, being a role model, having freedom, their faith, integrity, being organized, having a purpose. Whatever it might be, they are different for everyone. So have a think now about your top three or four core values. And if you have a pen or paper with you, then why don't you jot them down? Just press pause and I'll be back in a minute. Okay, have you done that? So number two is to link your health goals to your values. So how does your health goal or goals build on the values that you have just identified? If family is a core value for you, then how will a healthier version of you affect your family? Will it mean that you have more energy to play with your kids? Or will you feel more comfortable physically with your partner? If having a purpose in life is an important value for you, then can you think of a health goal that would relate to that? Like perhaps you could sign up for some kind of challenge where you'll be raising money for a charity that's close to your heart. So the second one is to link your health goals to your values or to create new health goals based around your values. Number three is to create a deep why behind your health goals, one that really motivates you. When I work with clients, the next step is to get them to craft an inspirational statement. So that's just a sentence or two that talks about their why behind their health and wellness goals. So can you create your why? Write it down and display it somewhere where you will see it often, such as up on the fridge, in the kitchen, or maybe on your phone screensaver, or on your nightstand. It's really important that we have a deep why behind our health goals. Fourthly, be sure to create margin in your life. If you're going to be successful, then you'll need to make space in your life to achieve your new health goals. And we actually need to be deliberate and intentional about carving out time for our new healthy habits because they just won't happen if we don't. So that might mean taking a good look at your diary and rearranging your priorities. What can you drop? Where can you find more time? Can you set aside a particular time each week for your exercise or for prepping vegetables or for making a weekly meal plan? When will you do that? Schedule it in like an important meeting. 
because not having enough time is one of the big complaints that I hear from people who are struggling to achieve their health goals. But at the end of the day, we all have the same 24 hours, and how we choose to fill those 24 hours tells us where our priorities are. Now, I don't want to make you feel guilty or to feel judged, and I know that for many people, there are difficult struggles and commitments in their lives. But I would suggest that many of us can find just one or two extra hours a week from somewhere. It might mean cutting out something else, or getting someone to look after the kids for you, or putting your phone away. You'd be quite surprised at how much extra time you can gain by not scrolling through your phone 20 times a day, and I'm speaking to myself on this one. It is possible to find a little bit of time somewhere. Number five is to start with very small steps and work on each one until it becomes an unconscious habit. Now, I don't know if you've heard of the four stages of competence in psychology. Let me show you how that works when it comes to your health goals. So we all usually start with something called unconscious incompetence. We might be a bit unhealthy, but we don't actually realise it yet. We might think it's perfectly normal not to do any kind of exercise because that's what our family of origin did or what our current set of friends do. Spare time is spent on the sofa in front of the TV with a bowl of popcorn. That is unconscious incompetence. But then we start to hear about the importance of exercise for our health. And we come across some information or one of our friends joins the gym and it sounds a bit intriguing and we wonder if we could actually do something similar. Or maybe we have a bit of a health scare and suddenly we realise just how unfit we actually are. We are now in a state of conscious incompetence. So we still haven't done anything about it, but now we're aware that we need to change. So we decide to sign up at the local gym. We take the first step and do our best to turn up for a swim. We think four times a week, aiming for a minimum of 30 lengths. The first two weeks go really well and we feel really proud of ourselves. But by the third week, we feel exhausted. It's a bit too much. We try to keep going, but we are in the stage of conscious competence where it's quite an effort to keep going with our new habits. We really have to force ourselves to do it. And sometimes, if we're honest, it's just not fun. And it's this stage, the stage of conscious competence, where it's all too easy for our motivation to flounder and for us to give up. Ideally, we want to be at the final fourth stage, which is called unconscious competence. And that is where our new healthy habits are so ingrained that they've actually become second nature. Just like we wouldn't think twice about brushing our teeth before bed, we also wouldn't think twice about turning up at the swimming pool after work on a Monday at 5pm. It's just something that we do. So how do we move from stage three to stage four? From conscious competence, where we're struggling a bit and losing motivation, to unconscious competence. Well, in the example that I just shared, probably aiming for four times a week at the swimming pool with a minimum of 30 lengths was just too much. We'd have been much better off starting with, say, once a week, minimum 10 lengths at the same time every week. Now, that might sound too small a step at the beginning, but we need to start small if we want the habits to stick, if we want to keep going for the long term. And we ideally need to work on one small habit at a time until that becomes almost unconscious for us. 
before we're ready to move on to another small habit. And that is the way to keep your motivation going. Step number six is to step into your new identity. Now, this is a really important step if you want to increase your motivation. We need to be really careful of the language that we use about ourselves and the labels that we or other people have put on us. Perhaps you've grown up thinking, I hate exercise. Maybe you have bad memories of PE lessons at school, or maybe your teachers or your parents gave you the label, not sporty. It is really important that we identify these and question whether they're really true and whether they're true for you now. Can you create a new identity for yourself? So instead of saying, I hate exercise, can you say to yourself, I'm someone who likes swimming once a week? Or instead of saying, vegetables are boring, can you say, I'm someone who loves to eat a healthy salad at lunchtime? You know, our words have so much power over us, so we can use that to turn them around and use them for good. And if you notice that other people have those labels for you, then start to challenge them, start to turn those around too. I myself realised several years ago that I had encouraged the label of Catherine is the chocoholic in the family. And this ended up being self-perpetuating, as well-meaning family members would then always buy me chocolates for birthdays or Christmas. So I've been trying to turn that around and not encourage it. Yes, of course, I enjoy chocolate every now and again, but it's not something that I want to be known for. Instead, at the moment, I'm aiming to be sugar-free for at least the next six months. So that is the new label that I'm trying to encourage in a positive way. So instead of being the chocoholic in the family, I'm the one that's sugar-free and would love fruit instead. Step number seven is to surround yourself with people who are moving in the same direction and who are ideally a few steps ahead of you. When it comes to motivation and sticking with your goals, it is so, so important to have the support and encouragement of people around you. Let's face it, you are much more likely to turn up once a week at the swimming pool to do your 10 laps if you know that your friend will be there waiting for you. Now, sometimes we will be lucky enough to have friends who are already doing the kinds of things that we want to do, but that's not always the case. We might need to go looking for some new friends or a new group who will help us create our new, healthier identity. We need to find some positive role models. They could be actual people in person, or they could be a podcast we listen to, or an author who inspires us, or perhaps an online group where we get encouragement and support to keep going. Which brings me on nicely to talk again about the Healthier Life Club. Watch this space for more information about that when it launches on the 26th of June, or make sure that you're on my mailing list to be the first to hear. You can head to bit.ly slash free menopause guide if you're not already on my list. The Healthier Life Club is exactly the kind of support and encouragement that you need to keep you motivated with your health and wellness goals. I really look forward to connecting with you inside the club. So just to recap on those seven steps. Step number one was to discover your values. Step number two was to link your health goals to your values. Step number three was to create a deep why behind your health goals, one that really motivates you. Step four, create some margin in your life. Step five, start with very small steps and work on each one until it becomes an unconscious habit. Step six, step into your new identity. 
And step seven, surround yourself with people who are moving in the same direction and come and join us in the Healthier Life Club. That's it for now. Take care and I will catch you next time. Hey, quickly before you go, if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way, then please jump over to your podcast provider and leave me an honest review. That way more people can find this show and be inspired too. I personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me. The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode or of your review and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Katherine Shelton Coaching and I'll share it right back. Thank you so much. Until next time.